Welcome to Divine Sexuality, where women learn to tap into ecstasy in relationships, out of this world multi-orgasmic sex, and achieve phenomenal success in their careers. Join host Victoria Vives Kwong, international best-selling author, as she helps women discover the strategies for a life of profound intimacy and passion. Imagine being sexy in both the boardroom and the bedroom. And now you can, with Victoria. Hi, this is Victoria Ibesquang, and this is the Divine Sexuality Podcast, where women learn to tap into ecstasy in relationships, out of this world, multi-orgasmic sex, and achieve phenomenal success in their careers by tapping in the inner creative force that is sexuality. Remember to join our Facebook group, which is facebook.com slash groups slash ecstatic woman and subscribe so that you can receive all the goodness. Today, we are going to go into something that is going to be the foundation of our reclaiming our sexuality and our femininity. Sometimes we want to just go too fast and, and have an amazing sexual relationship with our partners and have self-confidence in our bodies. But sometimes it's good to just take one step at a time. <laughs> so this step that is essential is the step of self-care. Sometimes we are just depleted. So how are we going to have our mind with bandwidth enough to tap into sexuality? We just need to recharge ourselves, nourish ourselves, and that's exactly what this is going to be about. <laughs> My experience about self-care has been a tough one. And this has many different aspects why it has been like that. My first realization that my self-care wasn't what I wanted it to be was when I started my shamanic path. So when I was a healer, I was okay. You know, I was focusing on, I want to help others. But then with shamanism, one of the people that helped me in my path told me, you need to play in life, not just work, because I was working day and night, but you need to play. And I was like, I love what I do, you know? Why would I do anything else for me? My job is my play. And he was like, mm -mm, no, not accepted. <laughs> you truly have to find things that are play, but are not work. And it was so challenging for me to have that concept. I just loved what I was doing. And I was totally at a loss. I didn't know what that meant. So I had to work and be disciplined about playing, if that makes sense. Anyway, so I was figuring out and over the years I realized, okay, so I'm going to have to put that time aside and just do something that is not working, which was almost impossible for me. But I did. And I started discovering things and I started reconnecting with my need, my need of playing in something that wasn't necessarily my career. And then I started realizing also that I was almost uh, craving it <laughs> and I wanted more. So in the same way, you might have been working for so long, being so productive for so long, helping others for so long, that sometimes it might feel fulfilling, it might feel beautiful, it might feel like you are just such a good person and at the same time, in order to give our best to others, we truly need to get this down. So I want to share with you the different aspects that have brought us to not value 
our play time and self-care. Interestingly enough, one of the reasons why I came to LA is because I wanted to have an environment where people was really dedicated to their careers. I didn't feel that as much in Spain. So here I am, and now I'm realizing that in Spain we had some things that were really good, like siesta, mm, so good. <laughs> and I love it here, but I feel that we are one of the places where we truly go, go, go. More, 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 higher, bigger, brighter, greater. <laughs> so when is the time to rest, right? So all around the world, it seems that there is a tendency for that masculine energy, that action-packed experience. How can we be always productive without realizing that, of course, resting, it can be even more productive. It is proven, it has been studied, that after a certain amount of time working, our minds are not as bright. So we don't have the same amount of creativity or productivity. We are not efficient at the same level. So that means that by taking more love for ourselves and taking more time to rest and recharge, we are going to be able to come back to our work and be more efficient. And this is something that might take a little bit, it's a matter of habit, but it can be done and it is so important. Sometimes we might be working on a project and it has happened to me just working on a project and then suddenly I hit a roadblock and I cannot move forward and I'm like, oh my goodness. And you know, the mind that created a problem cannot resolve it. <laughs> so we need to switch our state, switch how we are focusing at that moment. So sometimes I go and take a shower or I go and do something different and that in itself can help me reconnecting from a different mind, a different perspective. So that's one of the aspects. Another aspect is going to be that, well, I would love to say that that go, go, go is only here, but it can also be part of our families. So what I notice is that for some of us that might have a little bit of maybe growing up not feeling as loved as we have, we might have a tendency to feeling for feeling valued by working and working and working and showing to the world, look, you know, I'm valuable. And this is a deep theme. I'm just covering it lightly here. I could speak with you for hours because in my shamanic work, we go deep into these deep-seated traumas of finding our own value. So the first step to start feeling our value and to feel that we deserve, that we are worth it of self-care is to start taking care of ourselves. And this starts telling our bodies and our system, our nervous system, that we are loved, we are valuable, that we deserve this. Sometimes we might want to be out there in the world and get um, a, a good partner, better clients, anything that we want to achieve. But if we don't love ourselves enough to give ourselves that self-care and telling ourselves and our psyche, yes, you are worth it, how are we going to attract these people in our lives? So it all starts with ourselves, going within. And sometimes it's going to be about almost like reprogramming our inner parent, our inner caretaker. So what this means, and actually I have a video that you can check about this and you can check it right here. This is about the inner child 
inner parent, the adult, and the spiritual self. I know, it is a lot, but it is easier than it seems. Basically, what's happening is that we inherit our inner parent, almost like that voice in our heads that tells us, you know, how to guide ourselves, whether we're doing okay or not, whether we should be more this or more that. That's the voice that we inherit from our parents and caretakers as we are growing up. So it's super important to now that we are adults to look at that. What are the words that we are saying to ourselves? Are they about, yes, you deserve that self-care? Are they about, no, you should work more? Once we take a look at that, we will gain so much insight as to why our lives are being driven in such a way. And one other aspect that might be one of the most challenging to overcome is this one that I'm going to share with you through a story. There were the women. They were the nurturers. They were the representation of the love of Mother Earth, nurturing themselves, their communities, their families, the tribe. At a point, these women really wanted to be like the men. So they fought and they transformed things so that they would achieve this liberation, so that they would have the same opportunities that men. And of course, with reason. So women fought together. They went through the feminism movement. And at that point, they gained that opportunity that gained the right of being at the same level than a man. As they achieved this incredible accomplishment, they were able to go out there with the men, being able to accomplish and achieve incredible things for this world and for themselves. At the same time, they wanted to take care of what they longed for so much, which was being with their families, being with their kids, being with their husbands. And in that excess of demands, they finally found themselves depleted. They could not be fully in their careers. They could not be fully with their families. And so what was the solution to this? How was the integration possible? And this is something that we are learning now. This is a process that we are going through as women together. How can we integrate both? So because of this, I am offering now for free to you my five self-care secrets in five days so that I can guide you by the hand, step by step, on how to integrate your work life with your me time and your family life, <laughs> which seems sometimes like challenging, right? So it is my desire that you join with me and the other women in my circle so that we may go through this process together and regain and reclaim our self-care as the foundation of our femininity, intimacy, and sexuality. In this way, you will be able to not only increase your creativity and productivity, but also to connect with your beloved family and even with yourself at a new and different level. To learn more about this, just go to the link below, victoriavives.com slash self. I believe it is by healing trauma and redefining misconceptions that we gain the freedom to achieve ecstasy, 
profound intimacy in relationships and out of this world multi-orgasmic sex. I'm Victoria Vivescon and I look forward to speaking with you soon. Thank you for listening to Divine Sexuality with Victoria Vivas Kwong. Connect with Victoria and download her free Divine Sexuality ebook at victoriavivas.com divine. Subscribe to get the latest on how to tap into your divine sexuality. Remember, you can be sexy in both the boardroom and the bedroom.